guys, my name is Sheryl Burns, and I am Sierra Tribble, Tribble, and this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the, the, pod, pod, the podcast. podcast. Hey guys. Hey everyone. What's poppin'? It's your girl Sierra T. And I'm your girl Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Super excited for today. We got a guest. We, got, we have guests, plural. I'm sorry, you're right. We do have guests. Two guests. Would you like to introduce them? Yes. All right. So today we are talking to the creators of this really dope event that's coming to Charlotte called Black Mecca. So we are here with those creators, and that is Dammit Wesley and Sakona. And we're going to talk about this event and why it's so dope and the vibes that we hope it brings to this great city. So say what up to them. What's happening? <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> First of all, thank you guys so much for, you know, taking time out of your day to do this. We're really excited. Um, kind of like just want to get started and just like ask you guys the basis, like, you know, what was, I guess, the, uh, the, the point of starting this event, the Black Mecca? Um, being a wise black man, I'm going to toss that to the most powerful woman in the room. So I'm going to let Sakona go ahead and take that <laughs> and he give y'all all, all the, the on you. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm smart. Damn, Sakona. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I don't know, just being like a black woman and just growing up, like, I mean, I grew up in Greensboro and I spent like, I've, like, Charlotte is home for me, but I also go back and forth to D.C. And really just, like, looking at the climate that our country is in where we talk about black culture, but we don't really like to fully dive into it. Like, we'll have other, like, little festivals that go on, but it's not anything that's specifically for us. That's just unapologetically, like, it is what it is, right? And so, like, for the Black Mecca, that's the reason why... I decided to come up with this name and make it so strong is because it's literally that. If you could think about everything from soul food to visual art to music to even little things like how we had like the Durex that he's done in Charlotte, like all of those things we are capturing within the Black Mecca because it is a part of our culture and not necessarily only like African-American quote-unquote culture, but specifically the culture that we as black Americans have created here in America, because we don't, we, we oftentimes neglect to celebrate that. Um, and so I'm just kind of putting that spotlight on the culture that we've created here um, in America. So, yeah. That's dope. So like, tell us about the collaboration. Like how did you decide that you wanted to collaborate with, with Dammit Wesley on, on this? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, so, like, me and Wes go, like, way back, like, it's crazy. We're well, not, like, way, way, way back. But, like, um, I've always just, like, kind of, like, kept an eye out on the scene in Charlotte. Because, like I said, I've been here for a while. And I know him as all things art, all things just that dude. Like, he's that dude to come to when it comes when it comes to anything, like, creative, arty, like, and his, his influence in the community is, amazing and the whole point of the black method is not just oh let's have a festival and sell tickets no it's all about synergy it's about bringing together our community of black people in general because it's like we don't work together enough within our culture period and it doesn't matter where we are like and so just really facilitating that to where um you know just partnering with different people like wesley like uh black business owners of charlotte like you know, just all these other different entities, Grits and Biscuits and everybody else, like bringing 
those people who are already kind of known everywhere and bringing everybody into one central location. And that's the reason why it's called the Black Mecca, because it's literally a hub for all things black culture. And so that's kind of how, like, Wesley got that tied in, because it's like, no, he's dope. And when it comes to, like, art and visual art specifically, I was like, dude, you got to be, like, you got to do the art exhibition for me. Like, it just made sense. So, yeah. Um, I'm actually, like, really hype about Grits and Biscuits. Like, I've already decided not to get my hair done because I've already been to a Grits and Biscuits. Oh, and I got, like, the, the fresh wash and set. <laughs> I've never been. Listen. So. If you guys would like to go ahead and snatch my black card, it's up on the no, table. No, 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 no black card. No, I, feel, okay. I, felt like, I felt the judgment. But, like, I, mean, I would come with, I like, even felt it from Sakona on the phone. No. I can feel. <laughs> I feel. I can feel it. it so. It's not Florence. Like, it's don't, just literally I wouldn't, like, plan an outfit. Like, throw in a nice white tee. Yeah. Some, like, cut-out jeans. Some sneakers. Some old Harachis. Dusty ones. Yeah. Oh. No All I have is fresh hirachis, no, though. No. You might want to just wear some slides then, maybe. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. That's what I plan on wearing. It's going to be some dirty niggas with dreads smell like patchouli that's going to get your number and then grind all up on you. Oh, no. stain on the back of your white I've had, a, I've had that phase that. already. I'm good. That's right. true. It's, it's going to happen. That's that's the essence of grits, grits and biscuits, essentially. Facts. So, Wesley, I do want to ask you, what does this mean to you? Like, what are you hoping, I guess, the community gets from this, the black community in particular, the arts community? Man, you know what? Um, I'm just happy to see this artistic ecosystem finally starting to flourish. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to see other people outside of my primary camp and myself working hard to create things in the city. Uh, just so like having other people like get off their asses and plant those seeds and not be so stale mm -hmm. and corporate and whitewashed and boring in this place where all this money exists, like, it feels good, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm happy. So just so like seeing that natural evolution of like me and the crew doing like these damn it fanny events mm -hmm. to Drake night to do rag fest and now somebody else more younger, much more younger, energetic <laughs> and wiser has kind of picked up the torch and doing things like Black Mecca has really opened up the door mm -hmm. for more black owned, unapologetically black events yes. Yes. to happen. For the creatives, you know, uh, not like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like your sporty orties and your 935s. Ah, uh, got you. you know, I mean, because it's like, you know, the, 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 the hood shit is cool, but at this point, it's it's played out, it's past its prime. Like, we need some other options, and I feel like we finally have those. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, so talk to, talk to us about, like, that name. Like, I'm really, like, fascinated by the name, that mm -hmm. Black Mecca. Like, how did that... I'm pretty sure, like, did you guys just pick the name of a, out of a hat or was one of those, like, ding? So, I mean, okay, so Sakona's been on this whole Black Mecca Synergy thing for, like, quite some time. I believe we met, like, maybe, like, two, two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. And she's always just sort of been, like, um, creating and curating these spaces and environments that just, like, breathe blackness. Like, you just walk into the, just smells like nigga in here. Like, you know, those, those like... <laughs> Those, I mean, like, I mean, like, keep it funky, like, those, you know, those kind of things. So, for me personally, I love the name Black Mecca. You know exactly what you're getting into. Just like the idea of going to a Mecca or just mm. Mecca in general, like seeing the motherland from uh, your backyard. Yeah, it's very yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So, I mean, there's quite an agenda. So, like, kind of run that down for us. Like this agenda. Like, what can people really look forward to at this event? So go on, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna let you go first, and then <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, I'm gonna just give honestly, my spiel. Yeah, honestly, like the way I explain to people is like it's honestly like a mini, very black 
South by Southwest because the way that we have it set up, that's why we make it a point to say this is not just another music festival. Like, this is a cultural experience. And so that's why we have, like, your poet gentlemen, men that can talk about don't have sex with a guy unless he eats you out first. Different stuff like that. It's like all of those things are a part of the culture. Like, her, um, freaking Grish and Biscuits, like we said before, sir, everybody. And so literally... When you walk onto the campus of, like, Camp Norton, you're just going to be taken over by everything. Um, we, ha- we also have, like, some really dope sponsorships and partnerships with, like, Lime Bikes. So we partnered with them to bring the Lime Scooters on site because since we've done, like, a complete uh, takeover of Camp Norton, we know, as black people, we don't always like to walk everywhere. And so even just kind of adding that cool element to it because with Camp Norton being so big, it's like y'all can ride lime scooters for free. Um, and it just it just adds to the experience. And so literally there'll be a segment um, where there's going to be a lot of different staggered events going on. And then closer to the end of the night is when we're going to have all of our musical performances. So starting off with like Bree Black, uh, Sianca, um, Daenerys Farrar, and then everybody else. So, yeah. Wesley? I mean, I feel like she was pretty eloquent in what she said. But uh, okay, so for me personally, the way I see it is, Black Mecca is the alpha and omega of all Black experiences. It will be the precipice of Black excellence. It will be the gutter of ratchetness. Okay. It will be the apex of creativity, and it's going to be the most unapologetic Black gathering to ever happen in the Southeast yes, sir. with no yes, sir. shootouts. It's going to be a little bit short. <laughs> I mean, listen, like, no, 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 no. But, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes when niggas get together, shit happens, just all that energy can't be contained, so I have to let it out of a typical gun. But that's not oh going to happen yes. at Black Becca because that's different. It's a different kind of crowd, different kind of energy and stuff. You have to govern yourself according to the places that you're at. Mm-hmm. And when you got a bunch of live schools riding around, you just got to go in the parking lot and do some donuts and shit. Like, you're going to be having too much fun to try to fight that nigga that stepped on your shoes. Feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to be having too much fun taking pictures with your uh, with, with your iPhone 9 or whatever the fuck they got out. Because I don't think it's <laughs> right. So, you know, like, get mad at that girl that's buying your nigga drinks. Like, it's it's all love. I cannot. It's I really all love. That's, right that's, that, that, that's exactly what it is it is all love it is a good time if you show up to this event and you're not black you can get black certified for what i'm saying not certified enough to drop the n-word but you'll be certified enough to pull up in the hood in the barbershops and join in the conversation i'm inviting all non-problematic oh. non-black people out to this bitch come out <laughs> learn something okay. participate we be coming out to all your right. shit, getting drunk. Come to our shit, spend some money, too. Yes. I got yes. one more time to go to a Halloween party or a St. Patrick's Day event. Oh, God. Or a Fourth of July event with a bunch of white folk. And then they be like, oh, what's up, brother? Let me buy you a drink. But I don't see you in my, none of my shit. To, no, 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 no. Y'all coming. Yeah. So white folk, bring your asses. We know you listen to the music <laughs> anyway. Right. You're going to be out here eating the food in the ridge. You'll be riding on line bikes anyway. Pull up. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. Don't be problematic. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Like. We all get ready to drown this bitch in the next couple of days. We might as well all drown together. Um, we know, no, we're going to stay no, right here. Flo. No, we, we are gonna I'm not going to claim that one. Hurricane flow. Because you know a lot of black people can't swim now. That's so. a lie. That's a lie. Is it a lie? Listen. Is it a lie? Listen. You swim, sis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my fault. Can my I? fault. I ain't mean to disrespect. I totally forgot. Black people, black people lie and say they can't swim so that way we won't be responsible in emergency situations to save white folk. All I'm saying is... 
Niggas be like, yo, I can't swim. Oprah Winfrey. Maybe. What'd you say, Sakona? No, I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm just listening to y'all. Y'all hilarious. Oh, she said we hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying, niggas was the original mermaids, so whatever. I can't do. I, I can't do. So, like, do y'all think it's, like, a, a stigma when it comes to a lot of events, like, you, we've talked about, you know, not bringing the nonsense. Do you think, like, that's a, a major problem as to why certain events really can't pop off the way that it's supposed to pop off here in the city? Uh, no, it's just you black, and, and that's, that's really it. Um, like, white folk get shot at Speed Street all the time. Uh, white folk be beating the shit out of each other in the parking lot in NASCAR. They be, like, destroying all kind of property, knocking over buildings at the hockey games. Let them have their shit. It's just you black. And mm-hmm. that's about it. The hip-hop scene has been struggling in Charlotte for quite some time because they bring in the yeah. wrong crowd. And by wrong crowd, they mean Negroes. And uh, they shut down these places like um, Tremont and Amos. And, like, all the music halls are pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. essentially, yep. when you kick out the hip-hop crowd, you fuck up the rock and roll scene and the punk scene That's true. and stuff. Yeah. So a lot of musicians are just struggling to see to find a place to kind of like express themselves, mm-hmm. but they're being barred because there's literally too much blackness seeping into um, the city yeah. that has the guise of being white, but it's not white yeah. at all. Charlotte's one of the blackest places that I've ever lived, and they're trying to maintain this facade that they're not, mm. and it's gross. That is so true. Like, I didn't. Re- yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah. Have y'all seen this Charlotte commercial that's been going around TV? Like, I mean, it's, you know how like you have like the Welcome to California commercials and your mm-hmm. New York commercials. They have a Charlotte one now, and I was watching the other day, and I was just waiting to see what they were gonna put on it. Of course, you have your breweries. They have mm-hmm. Fahrenheit. They have um, whatever. It was really a bunch of restaurants, just people eating and just looking like. <laughs> yeah, right. you know, and right. I was like, "Where is everything else? Like, what the niggas at? Did right. y'all go to Babies for a Road? Did y'all go now to? You know, they weren't going to go. They got to go fish place out there. Yeah, they, they got, but they don't go. say, don't say, go to like come to Charlotte, and then you're not shit. Like all you did was you didn't go past Trade Street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You literally didn't like. And That's when it. I say Trade Street, I mean like. <laughs> And it's even a certain point on Trade Street that y'all didn't even come. So mm-hmm. I, I totally, totally, totally agree with you on that. Like, literally. So with, like, a lot of, with the musical guests you guys ha- uh, have coming, like, are there local artists that's going to be performing as well? Oh, as hell yeah. Major? Hell yeah. Like definitely. Who? Okay, so um, we definitely have some alums from, like, my old uh, Damn It Fanny showcases. So we have, like, Sianca, Danero Farrar. Uh, who else we got performing? Bree Black, just to name a few, but Sakona has been very um, forthright and honest in her sort of approach to not necessarily put on big shows in Charlotte, but to sort of bring people from outside the area to see the talent here. Yeah. So versus yeah. us like exporting our goods, um, there are people like Sakona and those in the city that are actually trying to import people to us to see the value in our resources and our talent, our creativity. That's what's up. Right, right. That's what's up. So I, I, I want to I ask you guys, and this, this is on the, like, the vibe of being unapologetically black. Um, and this is just like in general. Like what, what made you say to yourself, you know what? This city really needs this event. You know, it needs a place for black people to go. Because I think a lot of people, and myself included, try to, try to like steer away from doing things that are too black because, oh, it doesn't look good. Mm. Or, you know, you know, it might get shot up or something like that. What was like the, the I guess like the breaking point where you, where you were like, you know what? Fuck it. We going to do this event. It needs to happen. Boom. Sakona, you got something to say? I know, like, for me, honestly, because I've, honestly, like, I had a few people tell me, like, oh, 
you may not want to name it the Black Mecca. Like, that can be a little, like, bold. But that's, like, the type of person that I am. I'm one of those, like, don't give a fuck type people. Like, I, I really don't care because it's, like, at the end of the day, at what point are we going to be, like, relentless and really not give any fucks? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, like, for us, like, and that's even, even a part of the Black Mecca is, it's not even just about one demo of black people because one thing that I've noticed about Charlotte is Charlotte is very clicky amongst the black community. So yeah, it's like yeah, you got right. the creatives, you got the bougie blacks over here, you got the young professional blacks, you got the ratchets, you got this, this, and that. So everything that every person that we have on the lineup was strategically put there in order to incorporate and appeal to every single demo in Charlotte and beyond to bring everybody out. So that's the reason why you have like a grits and biscuit where you can let your hair down. You got somebody like Cherry Foe who's kind of like quirky. She's like the, you know, like the Issa Rae like type of like musician where she's like awkward black girl, whatever, whatever. She appeals to that. Then you got um, Watch Dazzy. So Watch Dazzy, she appeals to like a little bit of an older, like our, like my age group kind of, I swear too, like mid to late 20s, but then you have a lot of people in their early 30s that rock with, watch Jazzy as well, because she's from LA. You know, she just has that type of like vibe to her. So everybody was strategically like um, picked so that we can come together and stop, and stop this crap of like not really messing with each other outside of our own, like, outside of the cliques. Like, why do we even have cliques? You know what I'm saying? I just think that's silly. So, yeah. Oh, it's my turn. Yes, Wes. Yeah. What was the question again? <laughs> but basically, like, what was your breaking point that was like, this needs to happen this year, this time, like, this is it, I'm over it. Like, what was what was that point for you? You, you know that meme of that that old lady with legs crossed on, on the porch talking about some. I don't know, baby. I was gonna do that anyway. That's, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's me. <laughs> I, I was gonna do that anyway. Um, I've just sort of been like that. I've sort of been like that all my life. Um, I know, like in college, I inadvertently started like this annual mock concert called Swagger Jacks. Um, it's what like college did you go to? I went to university. Okay. So it's like being so close to like places like Johnson C. Smith and knowing that G-Ho was going on like maybe like two and a half hours up the road. It was upsetting that everybody else was able to get like all the good talent and performers to pop up every homecoming. Mm-hmm. But since we're a small PWI and we don't have that much fun, and I was like, you know, fuck it, whatever. We just, y'all not going to give us what we want. Let's just dress up and do it ourselves. So just sort of like out of spite, putting on like this mock concert and putting so much, I don't want to say thought, but just energy behind it. I had the city of Rock Hill calling my cell phone asking for tickets for this Shawnee Low concert. Right. right. And I was like, I mean, he's not really coming, but y'all can pull up anyway. And they did. <laughs> right. And it's like, from that point on, it's just like, I think that was like the first time I'd done anything that drew like 200-something people. Nice. So here I am out here like 20 years old, just hosting events just to be an asshole on campus. And then... <laughs> Essentially, it's like I get out into the real world, and I'm seeing like only thing I need is just a space. Yeah, I just you know I I just need a space and some speakers, and I can make whatever happen. So, just for the past decade, it's more or less been do what you want, people will come. Right, niggas ain't gotta enjoy it; they don't have to. Five people, five hundred people, do what you feel like. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's that's really all it is. I don't have time 
to wait on Bank of America to do something for me. I don't have time mm-hmm. for, uh, for 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 some white savior to come and give me the things that mm-hmm. I need. That's my job to provide for myself. So if I need to find entertaining ways to keep myself engaged through the arts and the sciences and music and performance with a little bit of Hennessy on the, on the side <laughs> and, and a lot of good music, make it happen. Right. Make it happen. Like it's you know, it's people right now with way less that are having a great time mm-hmm. and stuff like when you yeah. have events like trap karaoke and grits and biscuits and everyday people and art beast lyrics that just start as like small parties. Right. Yeah. Small house parties, like small ideas, and they've grown to these massive corporate mm-hmm. franchises that literally tour the world. That's really saying something actually. Yeah. Yeah. It is. yeah. The only difference between me and them is they just found their niche and they learn how to market it properly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. People in Charlotte give up too easy. And it's like, I see that. There are, the, it, it bothers me to my core that, like, I'm a transplant. So I'm not from here. I didn't grow up here. I'm from Greenville, South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, whenever I go to, like, these influencer events or I see these 30, 30 under 30 lists or whatever, whenever I see, like, somebody that has created something in the city and they're making waves, they're not from here. Per usual, they, 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 they're not from that here. is so. They've they been, you know, it's, it's like they, the they, ghetto. It's like it's like they've been in the city maybe three to five years, yeah. and something them popped off. Now they're getting interviewed, talking about the city too slow. Now to get ready to leave, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. Folk yeah. been here all their life. What you about to do? Yeah. Like what you about to do? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, what? Like what's up? Like you know the terrain better than I do. You have all the networking. You have all the connections, right? So for me personally, to be like an outsider looking in, it's upsetting that I can't go to a lot of local people here and get that assistance Mm -hmm. that, you know, say I would if I was in a place like New York or L.A. Yeah. I'm saying talk to a local. Oh, well, let me hook you up. I got somebody. I know a guy. You know, Mm -hmm. I've been working on these relationships. Don't have that. I think the people in the city have something to me. It feels like a, a... complacency if you will yeah. <laughs> like they just kind of okay with, with the way it is yeah you know and I think that's why we, you, we run into a lot of people who are doing things both of us are implants you know she's from New York I'm from Philly like it's it's definitely I think in the air I think everybody's like oh this is Charlotte it is what it is yeah. it's gonna be like that and that's, that's no, this, yeah this, this place is a money grab yeah nigga. like and everybody who comes here is like eh, they, they can see the potential yeah, when I'm they cool. come up in here. It's like I came out, I was like, damn, nigga, I, okay, we yeah. can finesse this shit. Right. It took me a minute to realize it. Like, yeah, you know, right away I was like, I'm trying to leave. But then like as I started paying, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that could be you I mean, look at Cam Northern. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like people don't like a lot of people don't know, especially like the older folks, they don't know where this stuff is. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm talking right. to my parents, I'm like, yeah, yeah. we're gonna go. You know, talk to Damon Wesley at Camp North, and they're like, like "Who? What is? Yeah, for, yeah who? who? And my where? mom was like, my mom was like, wait, who? I said Damon Wesley. She said, that's his name. I said, yep. yes, that's his name. She said, and where Camp North? And I said, you know, I said you need to go and look at that. Right. Like just about everything here is black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you need to support it. Right. You might not understand it because mm-hmm. of that generational gap, but you still need to support it. Right. Yeah. And that's saying that goes with corporations too. You mm-hmm. might not understand it, but if you just kind of take take heed and just pay attention mm-hmm. and see the potential of what it could be, you could be a part of something yeah. so much greater. True. You know what I'm saying? True. Instead of just downing it all the time. I actually, Sakona, I actually agree with what you said about like it being like clicks of different black people. Mm. I went to this event. I'm not going to say no name. Say the name. I'm not going to say, say it. Say it. I'm not going to say I'm not going to be, I told you, Wesley, I wasn't going to be messy. Whisper to me and I'll say the name. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> 
because it ain't going nowhere. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk, talk off the other talk. But I went to this event this past weekend, and it was definitely a whole bunch of like hostage Diddy blacks in this event. 007. I don't know. Boom. So I was there, <laughs> and it really felt, I really felt out of place at that. I really was like, this is not for me. I didn't feel like it was for me. I don't even know, like, I was there for work, and I just was like, this is not it. This was not it. Man. Right. Yeah, it just felt like... Pretentious. I, yes, that's the word. Okay, so Charlotte, Charlotte, has, Charlotte has the Love Jones mentality, right? And when I say that, I think like everybody's perception of what arts and culture was when it came to black people came from Love Jones. Whereas, <laughs> whereas, no, 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 for real, no, no, oh no, 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 for real. Take, oh my God. For real, take a step back, look around and stuff, right? It's like everybody's perception is, okay, so in order for me to be a creative in a big city, mm-hmm. I have to attend a poetry events and I have to wear turtlenecks and I have to be able to be somewhat sensual and it has to be like light jazz playing in a dark room, maybe a lounge and there's a guy painting in the corner and all the girls have to have on the halfway uh crop tops the, yeah the half so it's like they, they, they dress somewhere between like bohemian like like bohemian thought and then church thought like it's uh, somewhere right in the middle uh, just sort of like this basic <laughs> landscape of i want to be i want to be interesting but the best i can do is rainbow budget so it's like <laughs> and, and, and it's like i go to like a lot of these events and mess. it's sort of like this, it's like this faux pretentiousness it's like it's like this really, really um what's the word I'm looking for? It's like this really, really cheap air of arrogance that exudes mm-hmm. from these people. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's they don't know what they're doing or they haven't quite immersed themselves mm-hmm. into what is arts and culture, yeah. or maybe just their only point of reference is that fucking movie Love Jones, which mm-hmm. is boring as shit, but a lot of people love it because mm-hmm. that's what they perceive. As black art, right. and that's the state that Charlotte is getting out of, and I'm so happy it finally is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. finally moving beyond that shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like it kind of goes with what you were talking about with you know with someone was talking about the cliques. You know what I'm saying? Because you have the people that have been in Charlotte their life, and they can't really figure out where they want to go, like how they want to play, because you have you know like that click and then you mm-hmm. have like the real click over here uh-huh. and then you have that click over here and it's like wh- you know where do I fit in and there's no real identity yeah yes that's 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 a problem that's exactly what it felt like it felt I it felt like y'all like nigga what are you doing what you need an identity for <laughs> like what, 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 <laughs> it's what, like what? it's like what are you doing like yeah. hey how you doing what like, you need identity for you don't talk like that right like stop it yeah don't put on that don't put on that bill collector voice <laughs> yo yeah. it was a whole bunch of bill collector uh, voices yes. in the like, bill don't do that Ooh. like just <laughs> <laughs> So many Bill Collective voices. I was like, I was there for an hour. I was like, you guys, I can't do this it's shit. It's too much. I can't do this. Like dead ass, like dead ass on some real shit. Um, I, I was I started attending like a lot of like the high Sididi art events, you know, like the mints mm. and uh, you know, like all the mint museum shit, like all these fancy like galleries and stuff. And I got to a point I was like, you know what? I really don't care. About mm-hmm. shit. I stopped ironing my clothes. Mm-hmm. I would just show up and be me, and I'd be damned. They knew exactly who I was. They mm-hmm. knew my pedigree. They knew my resume. Mm-hmm. To the point that now I can talk to them however the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Rude, whatever. Dropping in bombs. I'd be like, oh my god, you're so funny. I love it. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but, but anyway, back to the point. Can I get you to come speak at this event next Thursday? Mm-hmm. It pays two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sure. I, I, I'll come. I, I'll come and do that. I, I will. I will come and do that for the museum. I'll come and do that for the gallery. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have to 
change yourself for the environment that you're in if you're good right. at what you do. Yeah. Oof. Yes, that's a word right there. That was some, that was a conversation going right. around on Twitter today. If you listen, like, I hope you wrote that down because yeah, yeah, yeah. black yeah. women listen, especially corporate black women. Like, <laughs> keep your dreads, keep your fro. Fuck them niggas. They too scared to fire you any damn way. I'm going through a thing. You don't even know. You speaking to me? They should. They should. Don't worry. So we serrated. Yeah, yo. So she had to do. Oh, is this a segue? Is that the segue? I mean, is that the segue? That's literally what she did. Like she was over it. Like I I can't do this no more. Like I can't be what y'all want me to be. You know what I'm saying? Do we want to? Do we want to? Well, why don't we just wrap up Black Mecca and then we can go into? Wait, wait. Before before we before we wrap up Black Mecca, I need y'all to one and just you know tell people where they can follow y'all and follow the event. Tell them all about the event. Everything you want the listeners to know about yeah. the Black Mecca. Sakona, you could take it. He putting all the pressure on you, girl. Ain't no pressure. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I mean, yeah. So Black Mecca is Black Mecca Entertainment. Um, it's about to be ridiculous. Like last time they came to Charlotte. They had a packed out of over 800 people, so we're exceeding that. Um, and then Saturday, we are starting out with, we just got a whole bunch of shit going on. So everybody got to come check it out. Um, September 22nd at Camp Norton, doors open at 1 o'clock. We got a lot of different surprises out there for people. And um, honestly, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We got a lot of stuff going on on social media at The Black Mesa, The Black Mesa. And then also you can go to our website at www.theblackmecca.com. Boom. Hey, yo, Charlotte, for real. Listen, this is your boy, Dammit Wesley, okay? And I'm coming to you on some real shit, all right? I gave you four years of Dammit Fanny, the best underground artist showcase in the city. I gave you two consecutive years of CIAA art shows, mm. Culture One and Culture Two. I gave you the motherfucking Players Ball. I gave you the motherfucking Soul Train Ball. I gave you motherfucking Do Rag Fest. I need you to keep that fucking energy. That same energy y'all had at every Drake night y'all pulled up with, come out to this. <laughs> Dead ass. Come out to Black Mecca. I know the price is high. I know you broke. I know you ain't got no money, but most of y'all don't drive and you still staying with your mama or your homeboys. You have the $50 <laughs> disposable income. Get that ticket. We give you motherfucking everyday people pre-party. You get to see motherfucking Sir, Kari Folk, Daenerra Farrar, Sianka. We got, at this point, 30 artists from across the Southeast coming in. Free line bites all up in this bitch. I'm talking, y'all could be racing in the park a lot, running niggas over. We don't care. It's going to be wild. We got virtual reality shit. We got computers. We got screens. We got computers. All kind of stuff you can touch. <laughs> it's going to be photographers everywhere. The food going to be motherfucking bumping. Not to mention grits and biscuits, nigga. They gonna, grits and biscuits going to charge you at least 25 for the early bird tickets. Yeah. 30, 40 at the dough. They going to try to resell them for 50 when they come back later. <clears throat> this is a value. Mm-hmm. Don't miss out on this. Listen, your future boo. She might be out here. Ladies, your future man, probably at this event, is art and tech, which means he probably already know how to code. He got money. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Get you a nigga in the tech field, for I'm saying? You want him to pay your bills? Go ahead and do it. He will throw that money at you. But don't miss out on this shit. I'm not trying to have none of y'all DMing me at the last minute talking about, hey, yo, can I get the link for the cheap tickets? Nah, that was Labor Day. I gave y'all three whole days to get the $35 tickets. You missed out. 
Don't hit me up trying to get in here through no side door. It ain't no motherfucking size. It's like Fort Knox in this bitch. Don't be in my DMs during the event talking about who all over there. I'm not going to answer. I'll be drunk. We're going to have bars all up and through here. Okay? All up and through here. You trying to get lit? Come to Black Mecca. You trying to drink? Come to Black Mecca. You trying to rub up on something? Come to Black Mecca. You trying to ball out and buy some art? Come to Black Mecca. You trying to see the best performers that money can buy? Come to Black Mecca. If y'all show your asses out this year, I guarantee you they're gonna show your asses out next year. Mm -hmm. Who knows what we can accomplish if y'all just pull up and show out? Yes. It's that simple. I'm out. Can we talk about insecure now? Yes, we can talk about <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna be disappointed if y'all show up. That way he just promoted that. Yeah, I mean, seriously. And we'll be there, so I mean, right, right, that's enough right. in itself. So, all right. We can get to this. Insecure. You good, sis? No, I'm not. You good. wanna talk about it? I'm hurt. Mm. What are you hurt about? Yeah, why are you hurt? Let's talk about it. Let's get to it. Let's talk about it. This is a beautiful episode. No, so, it was bullshit. So, <laughs> and I'm since, writing a letter. Since I would say season one, maybe episode, let's just say season one, Sierra mm -hmm. has been completely not Team Lawrence <clears throat> at all. She what, don't rock with Lawrence. What did Lawrence do wrong? The fact that. How much was, time you got? What right, did Lawrence do wrong? He don't, she does not like the fact that Lawrence is sleeping on Issa's couch. The main thing is that he forgot her birthday. Rightfully so. We understand that. <sighs> Rightfully so, we understand that. Okay, so Sierra has been completely non-Lawrence from the jump. Okay. So when it came out that Lawrence was not going to be on season three, I was like, she was hype. I was like, I just don't think you can walk away from five years that easily. Oh That's my, just not yes how it works. Right. That's just right. not how, That's not unless how it works. he was like, <clears throat> it was a domestic violence situation. That's just not how we're in. Lawrence is hella fine. So that's not possible. And then, and then. First of all, first of all, right. I am Team Lawrence uh, all the way. Lawrence, what is this bull? Y'all giving high fives? We don't even have. Okay, listen. So, look, okay, so look at this way. <laughs> Lawrence is a good brother who had a dream, and he did not want to subjugate himself to anything less than that because he wanted to provide for her. He wasn't living on her couch. They lived together. He couldn't sleep in the bed because there was strife between him and her. That's why he was on the couch. They were roommates. He wasn't being no bum-ass nigga. Uh, for two he years? He wasn't being a bomb No. He had unemployment, and he was still paying the rent. He was getting unemployment checks. He just was working on his business plan because working at Best Buy isn't a good look for anybody. It's not. All the way around, fast forward past Issa cheating and being a foul-ass girlfriend. You wildin'. Fast forward past Lawrence being hurt in the press. Fast forward past him still trying to rebound off Tasha but still being in love with Issa. We here at season three. Know what I'm saying? And Issa and the girls made a mistake by going to Coachella instead of buying tickets and going to Black Mecca, which is actually what <laughs> this weekend. Right put with your homegirls. Pop them mollies in the car I before y'all get. Listen, if you do drugs, don't do them here. Do them on the way. Okay? Do the drugs on the way to Black Mecca. Don't do them at Black Mecca. But either way around, the so gas is across the street. Your ex will probably be there. Now, I can't help you when you see your ex, when you see your ex Lawrence across the street at the gas station, they have great chicken tenders, by the way. Oh I can't help you. I can't help but you. you will get that level of excitement and drama when you come to Black Mecca. But all the way around, I'm, 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 I'm happy that Lawrence is back. I don't want him here. Let me tell y'all something. Tell us. I, I feel, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. That's real cute or whatever. But here's the thing. Ooh. Here's the thing. And this is, this, is, this is where it's going to be flat out right here. 
I don't care, even if he was using his little unemployment check or whatever to help, you know, pay the light bill or whatever, fine. You cannot be in a relationship like that and not bring home enough money to help around the house and be complacent. And, if she, and he wasn't fucking her the way she wanted to be fucked, and he forgot her birthday. If you ask me, she should have cheated sooner. Let me tell you. Wow. Sis, the birth, I'm with, now you know I agree with you on the birthday thing. You forgot my birthday. You forgot my birthday, and you're not, and you're not, you're not, you, you and you're not throwing it down the way. You couldn't remember my birthday. The only reason she cheated because he wasn't throwing it down. So that's that. That's all men are just dick. I'm just saying, just, just, yeah. just dick and ATM machines. That's you know what? <laughs> you don't I, do you that. know, I you expected don't. more. I, I spent so much more from my black queens. <laughs> you are not gonna men, do that. <laughs> men get down on their knees and grovel and idolize y'all, and you, all you see is good dick and ATM machines. Listen, you cannot. I'm team. I'm team Lawrence. I Thank see you. a man who was. He was in a temporary situation. We not we know, mm-hmm. was not gonna put a permanent label on that. Okay, so he was trying, and he I mean, what was that? Woo 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 hoo, whatever that woo. app. What was you who whatever that yeah. he was trying to it's do. It's not even yeah, memorable. Yeah, it's not, it really wasn't. But anyway, but then he like he kept trying or whatever, and he got to where he wanted to be. Okay, he got all this ambition after they broke up. Uh, no, he no, had the ambition. No, 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 he, no. He had the ambition. He had the ambition. He had the ambition. He just, I mean, you know how, like, you just have that. You might have a week where you just, like, you know you got something to do. You're just like, yo, I really just want to just chill. He had that that moment for two years. Unacceptable. But Lawrence was a good guy. Lawrence was a good guy. Daniel wasn't really a good guy. Everybody wants a nigga with vision (laughs) until he's working on the vision. Oh, my God. And then it's like, I got to quote that. I got to quote that. I got to quote that. Everybody, dead ass, everybody want a nigga with vision until he working on the vision. I can't do it. What's taking so long? It's not ready yet. Ease is not, you understand. I can't do I'm worth more than this. And that's why he left that raggedy ass Best Buy shirt in there because that's the dream that she wanted. She wanted that nigga to sell for mediocrity and he knew not to. Hmm. Because and maybe, the, maybe because she was kind of settling for mediocrity. Issa was this. holding Issa was holding him back because you no. see, yes, she was. Yeah, no, really look, hold up, no, you no, are really with, going for the no, gold now. Fuck with me, fuck with me, fuck with me. Issa didn't find the ambition to get out of her sucking place until two episodes ago. Lawrence, because that man came in was like, you know, boo, you deserve better. We need to talk about Nathan real quick. We do. Nathan Nation. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait a minute, talk about. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I'm sorry. I like Nathan. He's he. I, I, I like Nathan. Um, like, and it's I don't like him for her, and I do think Nathan is dangerous. There's something about him. Oh, he a felon that we don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's something we don't know, and I need them to hurt and bring it out because, okay, <laughs> it's something. And it's not just because I'm like I'm not against the light skinned brothers. I but think that's what it is. No, you are, you are against the light skinned. It's, it's not light skinned. It's the hazel eyes. It's, it's the no, hazel eyes. No, he shoot. is dangerous. <laughs> he jumps into people's pools when they're not home. Now you, it's you know, a lot. It's fun. It's fun. Fornicating on on Ferris wheels when she was scary to he me. He tossed niggas blunts out the window and they beat their asses and run yeah, off into something darkness. Something we don't know about. Andy seems like Houston. a lot of fun. He seems he, like yeah, he got shot. She's like she's like what's that? Oh, that's been there, girl. He from Houston. It's something not right about him. I think I said from Houston. You saying she dangerous too? Yes. She did, didn't she say she rolled up on like... She puts hot sauce in her bag. That's, I mean, who Swag. does that? That's who does that? <laughs> Nobody, who does that? You got some hot sauce? Nobody, no, absolutely not. Okay. No, nobody was doing that until she said it. Let, let's keep it real. Nobody was doing it. Nobody would... You got hot sauce in your bag? Well, I don't like hot sauce, Don't but, talk about... I mean, you, I, you, I, feel, I feel like you come from my mama wait, in them on, right now. On, I feel like you come from my mama. Hold on. You don't... 
What do you mean you don't like hot sauce? I don't. Like, you know how you like some things, and this, then, like, some things you don't like. This is why your black car getting revoked right here. <laughs> so, first, no grits and biscuits, and now you don't like hot sauce? Like, when you have, like, a good piece of catfish. Okay, so listen. I need you to show up to Black Mecca <laughs> with some slides on, hot sauce in your bag, and you need to pull it out for the entirety of grits and biscuits and just shake that shit on the ground like you're doing a voodoo dance to conjure up. Uh, your ancestors and the spirits of the past that have watched over you oh my not God. take this ratchet journey into your greatness. Yeah. Your iron, not. listen, yeah. iron needs to be formed in the fires of ratchicity. I cannot. And yeah. you have not taken that role, young lady. It's a lot I, of quotes there. I am really done. I'm just saying. I, I'm really done. I'm, I'm done saying. with both of you. You turned your back on me today. No, no. But this, just, you giving him high fives with the Lawrence high. I'm well, you, really, but you I, turned but, your back on but Lawrence. But you know, you know I've been team Lawrence. Lawrence turned his back on himself. You know I've been team Lawrence. You should have seen me on Sunday. I was like, yes. Yes, yes. I knew it. I knew he was I coming did. back. I flipped the table. I said, no. No one walks away from a five-year relationship like that. And it, especially the, the last time that they saw each other at the apartment. I knew it wasn't I don't, Lawrence is the least problematic nigga when it comes safe. to all the niggas on the show. The least problematic. He's safe. He's safe. And he's a relationship-type dude. Issa's a relationship-type girl. I don't care what she says. Molly's yeah. the one that's not a relationship-type girl. That listen, drill, drill ain't shit. What well, No, no. Drill, listen, Dro ain't shit. No, um, trash. She's um, trash. Tif Tiffany husband, that nigga ain't shit. He wait, messy. Wait, Tiffany husband. Why is he trash? I think. Well, I think I, I think he gay honestly. I do. I he do meant too. like like yeah. he like he he messy and shit. Yeah. I think that's yeah. gonna yeah. come yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm pretty sure he gay. Yeah. Um. Um. Who else? Who else? Chad. Nathan. Oh. Oh, Chad is that dude. Chad is trash, bro. You know Chad is Chad trash. Chad is that dude. He's sick. But he's trash. Mfn sub. I said, oh my god. Chad is, Chad is trash, y'all. Stop. It was like goosebumps when I saw Chad. I was like, oh. But he's, but he's still trash, though. Daniel's insecure. Daniel's too insecure. Oh, listen, I agree with you. Daniel needs out. out. Dan, 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 Daniel's insecure. I like, I like so, Daniel, but he's hold, insecure. He, need, he needs to grow a little bit. Hold on, sis. Hold on, sis. So, <laughs> Lawrence is the good guy. He is a good guy. Daniel is, I mean, he's a good guy, but he just don't know what he want to do. He ain't ready. Nathan, Nathan is a felon. I'm here for it. He's, she needs... Issa... <laughs> Issa needs some Nathan in her life. She do. She need a rough nigga in her life because she dating these soft niggas. And it's just like, sometimes it's not it. Sometimes it's not it. That's really what it is. You know what? Uh, Nathan and Lawrence are two sides of the same coin. They are two sides of the same coin. Hmm. They That's are a good mirrors. Point. They, 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 are, they, they are mirrors of each other, right? So both of them kind of represent like the fire inspiration that Issa needs to better herself mm -hmm. is just one is like the light option and right. one is the dark option mm -hmm. one's the devil and one's the angel they're smooth they're, they're, angel yeah they're, they're representing the same thing Nathan is not it's something he's not it's something there that we don't know and I cannot wait for, something's not right what if it's not what if y'all just making it up like what if he just what does he do we still don't know what he does he just randomly pops up at the taco spot and now you can afford to go to Coachella like what is he, it like he said he got a last minute ticket somebody hooked him up with a last Ooh, minute his, his, that's really, his client that's drug dealing the drug listen, dealer I listen mean, yeah. that, really, that really ain't Issa's business cause that's not her man I like, mean she fucking so that's, that's, that's the problem now who just pulls out Molly <laughs> that, and that's just, she that nigga on Ferris with it that is kind of her problem now. Yeah. who just, who just who just pulls out Molly and, and edibles like that? Well, he did in a plethora. That was, like, was that like was his whole, home. That was his home. Charlie boy. niggas, you'll be surprised. Yeah, and that's true. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's just like I don't I don't Listen, trust him. I'm I like here him, for but I don't trust I'm him. here for Nathan. Nathan Nation. Shout out to Lawrence. I mean, if he don't really want Issa, I you know what I'm saying? She don't want him. Oh yeah, she do. Damn. Oh she wants. She, she gonna let him beat. Oh that's gonna happen. She gonna let him beat. Uh, oh that's gonna happen. <laughs> Still beat though. Oh that's gonna happen. Exactly. 
That's gonna happen. It's like, you know what? You, you know what? If they if if Issa wants to make me happy, like on the last episode, Nathan needs to confront her about fucking mm-hmm. two niggas, and they gonna break up. She's like, you know what, Nathan? You want shit where he be like, I still beat though. Yeah. I still beat though. <laughs> it's the Trump. If card. that happens, I'm gonna die, y'all. Because that's thing. I mean, he from Houston. That's some Houston shit. I still beat. I think this still was like though. probably one of the best episodes <clears throat> they've had in a while since yeah. like um the episode at Tiffany's birth or what's the, what's her husband's name. The birthday dinner. I don't know. What is her husband's name? I can't I remember. Tiffany husband's birthday dinner. That episode. The messy was one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. Yep. That was like, this was like the best. First of all, <clears throat> if Natasha Roth, Rothschild or Rothfit, what's her Rothwell. name? Rothwell. Rothwell. <laughs> so by Rothschild. If she doesn't get an Emmy for her performance just in this episode alone, she's somebody. Because <laughs> I cried, laugh. I always laugh at her, but th- when she got tased, yes. <clears throat> I felt smooth out. And then Why the fact like that she peed on the eye. She was a mess the whole episode, bro. I felt smooth out. She so was a whole just ass mess. Shout out to Insecure. Shout out to Lawrence Hive. What up, Lawrence Hive? Um, we gonna see what's going on. With that being said, mm. we have a midday thought. This okay. week's thought was: Have you ever wanted that old thing back? And what happened if y'all got back together? Mm. What, mm. what happened? Yes, we 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 definitely got a couple of answers here. Like, oh, have you ever wanted that old thing back? And if it happened, yeah. what happened when y'all got back together? Yeah, I did. And two weeks later, she got married. Ooh, wow. That was way better than anything we got to wow. <laughs> Do we even need to read any of these? We're we going to read them, but we're going to come back to that. But hold that. Stay <laughs> hold right that there. Thought. Stay right I, there. I was supposed to answer that? You, yeah, you, you, you are. Was. You are. You are. You know, like you like want somebody to answer, but you don't expect that. It's like, yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So the petty cartel said, nah, I'm good, love, enjoy. Should have done better when you had better. Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> Curvy and Nerdy 81 said, just got a surprise text from him yesterday. We about to see how this goes. <laughs> we need you to keep us updated on that, sis. Please. Um, pretty underscore lady said, nope, when I'm done, I'm done. She sound like my ex. Um, Ty, what up, Ty? Say, can't live going back. Got to keep forward, onward and upper. Uh, onward and upward. Aim to keep it cordial and wish the best. So, nah. However, Lawrence is back, though. You happy? Yes, I am, Ty. Yes, I am. Okay? Um, I am Taylor B. Gutierrez. What up, Taylor? Said, yep. It's shaking my head. I'm contemplating calling and I'm contemplating calling in hell. He probably does too, but we're both stubborn. As much as I'd love to try again, I know it wouldn't be good. Both too headstrong and alpha minded. The love will forever be there though. Can't deny it. Gotta move forward though. Can't backtrack. We had we had a great three years. Maybe in the next lifetime. If he ever needed an organ or something, I can give it to him now. Oh. Mm. Dang Taylor, you real nice. Okay. All right. Well. And Sax Prophet, what up, Charles, said, heck no. Every time I think about my exes, I only think about why we broke up. I don't know how people can just skip the past when they reminisce. I fight hard to stay with a person, so when it's over, that's forever. We're not friends. Delete me from all social media. And I, <laughs> and I shall do the same for you and all the friends I met through you. Wow, dang. Mm, that yeah. is smart. You know what? Smart. I kind of feel him on that, on the low. Smart. Charles is another... What, what you guys says? You ever want the old thing back? Oh my God. I am a rinse and repeat ass bitch. Oh my God. I've done it so many times that this year I was like, when I go into this year, I'm not doing this over again because I've done it a lot. I feel you. Yeah. So, yes, I have. But this year, no, I have not. Good for you, sis. I know, right? You know what that's called? Gross. 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 <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't really work out too well. I'm pretty sure he has like a whole nother family. Um, 
you know, in the state that he randomly moved to. Mm. So I'm pretty sure that happened. Right. You know, it was just one of those situations. Like, we were cool. Then we got MIA for, like, three years, and he found me on Twitter. And I was like, <sighs> and then I should have just never responded. Yeah. Actually, that happened twice. Now I think about it. Nope. Didn't work out. Can't do that no more. So... Now tell us about this, this wedding. Yeah, so this, we we, we, about this yes, wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't forget. Okay, so like once upon a time when I was an undergrad, I was like dating somebody for like entirely too long. It was like a volatile relationship. It was like we get together, we break up, we get together, we break up and shit. And then as adults, you know, it just kind of like continued to stuff. So we probably like four and a half, five years. And this thing, we finally broke up for good. Boom, dead, done. Not seeing each other no more. And I think maybe like after like another like two or three years, I started seeing this person again. They're like, you know, we got the same friends. We start being cordial and shit. Mm. So we tried to do like lunch a couple of times, and it led to oh my god, hormones. They still there. This is crazy. So we met up under the guise of night, darkness, the clouds, uh, <laughs> for a couple of late night romps or whatever, sexual encounters. And after the second one, I was like, okay. Play this cool. I don't know what the fuck is going on. We probably don't need to be doing this, but just test the back. So <laughs> oh my God. And then I called and I was like, damn, this bitch ain't picking up. She must be busy or something. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, I'm like, hey yo, you still trying to go get some lunch? She's like, oh, uh, it, it, it may be best if that don't happen. I'm like, why? What, what you talking about? You know, maybe we just shouldn't go out for long. I'm like, you with somebody did somebody? It's like, oh yeah, I got a man now. It's like, it's, it's barely been 13 days. Goddamn. Right. Like, yeah. Okay, so she's like, yeah, I mean, you know, like, well, your blessings flow, your blessings flow. And I'm like, I'm Whoa, like, violating. Okay. Girl, bye. Well, we're going to keep this moving. And then, you know, it's like a little while after that, I saw, like, some shit from the engagement. And then a while after that, some people was like, oh, my God, they get married. And I was like, okay, you know what? This is one Facebook friend that I just don't need right. to have anymore. But, yeah, fast. Wow. Damn. I felt like, you know, I felt I, I felt like the side character in one of them romance movies that, that they get used as like the last fuck before they move on to mm-hmm. happiness and shit. Yeah. And then they regret it. But then it's like years later she finds out that like he cheated too. So then it turns into like the act two of their drama. Yeah. Oh. Like that Tyler Perry movie. And I just feel like I was like that uncredited <laughs> character and stuff. And I wanted a bigger role in the inevitable demise or breakup that okay. happens later on. In my mind, that that's what I wanted. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I feel you. But I just, I, I, I just didn't like the character role that she gave me. Yeah, no, that was messed up. Yeah. That is yeah. kind of trifling. Dang, I'm yeah. sorry that happened to you. Damn. It's okay. It's okay. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's Fine. In the words of a wise Houston nigga, I still beat though. There we go. And that's, that's actually a great way to end the episode. It is. <laughs> Y'all crazy. We want to thank you so much, damn it, Wesley. We really appreciate it. Super excited to uh, attend the Black Mecca. Yes. He's done promotion through the whole episode. So if you ain't going, you short. You just gonna miss out. You really gonna miss you out. Just gonna miss out. If you listen, if you ain't coming, if you're not going to Black Mecca, you a broke ass nigga. Oh. It's, I mean, it's not okay. You should have been getting your money up all summer. You should have been getting in that bag. That's all you've been tweeting. That's all you've been posting about getting in that motherfucking bag. Ain't nothing but like fifty dollars. I know Amazon paid fifteen an hour for. I'm saying that's like a quarter of a shift right there. For I'm saying, go to work one day, take that money, buy the motherfucking tickets, pull up next Saturday. Matter of fact, pull up next Friday night. For everyday people and stuff, it's gonna be lit. It's lit every time. Bro, Blake probably gonna be out here giving out seasoned watermelon, which is so good. It's Wait, he's gonna delicious. be giving out what? So, Chef Robley. Oh, uh, the Chef Robley? 
Yeah, so like he usually shows up for the everyday because you know it's like his his events. <clears throat> and you know, from time to time, he'll bring food, mm-hmm. usually melons, fruits, some other things, and he can season the fuck out of a watermelon. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, yes. me neither. I mean, I see like yes, no, he, black people sprinkle salt on watermelon. I don't get well, it. No, he okay. So he had he had like he had like black salt and some kind of special <laughs> pepper. That shit was so good. It was on rooftop two ten. Listen, if you've been fucking with me for a while, you already know what time it is. We do these rooftop parties all the time, but we it's not enough space. We need more room. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been to Camp North End, come out. We can fit ten thousand people out in this bitch, and you'll still have room to run around. You really will. Stop being whack. <laughs> Stop acting broke. You weren't gonna pay that child support, no way. Oh my god. The strip club. You are out. Listen, the, the strip the strip club don't get popping till about two o'clock in the morning, ladies and stuff. Damn you don't it. need to work the day shift at, at, at the cabaret down the street. Go ahead, come through. Ain't gonna be no clients in there. They're gonna be down here. You know what I'm saying? Finesse you a bag. Get the man of your dreams. Do something. Pull up on that bitch that's been talking shit. She's gonna be out here too. Handle that shit <laughs> wait, on the wait, mini parking wait, lot. Wait, wait, wait hold on. I'm, I'm gonna pull that back. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna pull that back. Head wraps and lipstick. There'll, 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 there'll be no knucking or bucking or getting ready to fight. Okay. Besides the song, the song comes Besi- on. Besides right. the f- song, which is like a hymnal at this point. Yes, facts. yes. <laughs> All the way back. Needs to be a new black national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I Y'all heard Damon Wesley. Also, know. fun fact for those that didn't know, um, in 1966, the Black Panther Party made Dancing in the Street their official song. So Dancing in the Street, back then, yeah, the Black mm. Panther Party, they'll play that shit to scare white folks. So Dancing in the Street is all about people protesting and being militant what? in the presence of white folks. Learn something new every day. You really do. You really Protest do. Song. That's what's up. So all the DJs, producers, put some bass in that shit, bump that shit hella loud. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow us on all our social media. Sherelle, go ahead. Take it away. Wow, sis. Yep. Wow. Yep. All right, fine. Sheesh. <laughs> <sighs> make sure you're following us on Twitter at HeadWrapPod, and make sure you're following us on Instagram at HeadWraps and Lipsticks. And, you know, show our Facebook page some love, you know, HeadWraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. And if you want um, if you want us to sponsorship, if you're trying to collaborate with us on any type of events or just any of your um, everyday needs, hit us up at our email, HeadWrapsAndLipsticks at gmail.com. And make sure that you listen to all episodes every Thursday at headwrapsandlipsticks.com and make sure make sure that you are subscribing and giving us a five star review on each of the following platforms that is iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher iHeartRadio and Google Play that's it. That's it. Make sure you follow the Black Mecca on Instagram. Make sure you cop them tickets. Mm-hmm. Sierra and I will be in attendance. We out here yeah. with our slides and white t-shirts <coughs> And our head wraps and lipsticks. Peace out, y'all. See ya. (laughs)